Hey everybody, Bryce Kuhn here with Locked On Georgia Tech. We got a great show on tap for you today, but before we get started, I want to let you know that tonight is a very, very big night. Georgia Tech against Wake Forest as the Jackets open up a four-game homestand and they desperately need to get some ACC wins. This is a big game to kick it off against a much-improved Wake Forest team. We're going to talk about some of the keys, what to look out for, and kind of what does the identity of this men's hoops team need to be in order to score some big wins in conference play. All that and more here on Locked On Georgia Tech. You are Locked On Georgia Tech, your daily podcast on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hey, everybody, Bryce Kuhn here with Locked On Georgia Tech. You know who I am, and you know the show if you're a Yellow Jacket fan. we got a great show on tap for you. We talked about football late last night in the audio-only version. Hey, now we're back to our very, very great opportunities with men's basketball. We're going to talk about tonight's game against Wake Forest. It's a big one. It's a much-needed game for Georgia Tech, and I'm going to talk about what needs to happen and kind of what are some keys for us to look for on today's show. But first off, I want to let you know, today you need to, and you do it every single day, I'm so appreciative of you making Lock on Georgia Tech your number one show each and every single day. You do a great job of it. I'm appreciative of it. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it going as well. Make it your first listen each and every single day. Well, how can you do that? Follow me on Twitter at First Off so you know when our episodes drop. Subscribe here on the YouTube channel. And if you're listening in on the audio version, make sure to hit the subscribe button, follow us on that feed, and leave a review as well if you can. But let's talk about Let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about this game. Georgia Tech is home for its next four games. And I don't want to blow it out of proportion and say I don't think there is a certain stretch that's going to be more important these next four games. They begin the stretch with a much-improved Wake Forest team. That game is tonight at 7 p.m. at McCamish. But in my opinion, if they want to turn this season around, if they want to be able to do some things and most notably rebound from a tough loss and a bad loss, um, and I say that not due to the opponent but due to how bad the game was, an 88-65 loss at North Carolina last Saturday, it's got to start here. It's got to start here. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to dive into a lot of those things. But – this is important for Georgia Tech to get this win. It's important for them to feel like that this team's going to have a fighting chance once the calendar turns to February. Because, listen, there's kind of different seasons in college basketball. There's different modes that you go through. And Georgia Tech is in that season right now where they've got, they're still trying to find themselves. All hope is not lost. They sit 7-9, and 1-5 in the conference. But looking at this schedule, and obviously we talked about the non-con schedule uh, late, you know, late in December and early January, parts of that. But you, know, you get Wake Forest, then you get kind of a remake tune-up game against Clayton State, Division II opponent on Sunday. You host Florida State and you host Miami. If you can find a way to go 3-1 and one in those games – I think that is very, very big for the future of what's going to happen down the road. They've got to go at least 3-1, and one, in my opinion, to do that. Now, listen, there's a lot of storylines coming into this four-game homestand. There's a lot of opportunities, I think, for Georgia Tech to find themselves continuously and see what they can do offensively. Can they find a rhythm? We're going to talk all about that. But this four-game homestand is huge. Think about it. When you go back to last season, what Georgia Tech was able to do on the hoops – they got hot at the right time. 
And this right here is not necessarily getting hot at the right time because it's still early on. We're not, we still got about a month and a half left before kind of the ACC tournament and, you know, continuing all of that. But in my opinion, they've got to get hot at some point. Why not do it at home in four games? One of those games, you know, th crazier things have happened in college basketball, but one of those things is almost a gimme game. You have Wake Forest, which would be a massive win on a much improved Wake Forest team that's coming into McCamish tonight. But in my opinion, I think Georgia Tech has to have the key to success has got to be winning these games to set the tone for the rest of the year. The win at Boston College was big. I felt like it was negated with kind of the performance against North Carolina. And listen, their bigs dominated. That was one of the big things coming in, no pun intended, that we knew was going to be an issue going into that game. That's not a surprise. So for Georgia Tech to be able to take the turn, to be able to do something different is going to be key. I also want to throw this nugget in here of this as well. Sometimes we see in the game of basketball, seeing the, the ball go through the net can open the floodgates. It unlocks something for shooters. And, and I think for this team, seeing a win, or even at this point, two wins in a row, is going to help unlock something in this team. Not that I don't think they're confident, not that I don't think they have the ability to do it, but more of, the, just of this thing of this team needs some consistently some positive consistency to kind of keep going. And I think that this could come in this. You win tonight, then you turn on and you win at Clayton State, and then you head into Florida State game with obviously the, the win at Clayton State's not against Clayton State's not going to hold a ton of weight nationally, but I think within the locker room, you want to feel good about where you are. You win tonight, you beat Clayton State, you head into a Florida State game that I don't know if you guys got the chance to watch that game last night. Holy cow, uh, Florida State-Duke game. The Seminoles are going to be a contender. They are every single year, it feels like. To be able to have them at home is going to be big and could be a season-altering, a season-changing win. We're going to talk about that more, but I thought that was interesting to kind of just go back and look at. But I want to let you know, first off and first and most, I've told you I'm so excited that you have decided to make Locked on Georgia Tech your first listen each and every single day. But I want to tell you this, too. Listen, this is it. This is it. The punt to win the tournament, and if you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility, control of your financials, HR, everything in between, planning, budgeting, all of that good stuff, NetSuite is everything that you need to grow all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses are already on it, so go ahead and do it now. Over 28,000 have already used it. So for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked. So head over to NetSuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash locked. Well, let's talk about this now. It's important to kind of say, okay, what's happening in this game? Well, I'm going to give you a couple storylines, and, and I think that these are interesting storylines. First off, if you're a fan of dominant scores, and what I mean by that is a team that maybe has one guy that they really lean on, this could be a shootout between two of the best scoring guards in the conference. Wake Forest's Alondis Williams, he averages 20.3 points, and Georgia Tech's, obviously, we know, Michael DeVoe, 19.3 points, are number one and number three leading scorers in the ACC. DeVoe's coming off a two-game stretch in which he scored a combined 15 points, and Williams chipped in 12 of his last 14 during the second half against Virginia on Saturday. But 
what is the supporting cast? And I think when you talk about dominant scores, we all kind of know what Michael DeVoe is. He's a guy, when he has the ball in his hand, he's the ability to launch a deep three, drive to the basket, use his left hand, use his craftiness inside. We've seen that. Alondis Williams, the leading scorer in the ACC right now, part of a much improved Wake Forest team that's 14-3 and three overall, 4-3 and three in the conference. It's going to be something to watch. It's going to be something to look out for. How does Georgia Tech handle that? When you have dominant scores, it's part of the thing where I've seen, think I've seen Georgia Tech kind of get in trouble about this because Michael DeVoe, it sometimes I feel like he can, he wants the ball in his hand all the time and he sometimes can tend to not look elsewhere because he feels the pressure. So that's something to watch out to. Now, and here's another thing. Wake Forest, much like we've begged Georgia Tech to do, Wake Forest has started the process of adding to their arsenal. And, and so Damari Monsanto, the reigning Southern Conference freshman of the year who joined Wake Forest in April, is going to return from a preseason to air. Last year, the six foot six wing started 20 of 25 games for the East Tennessee State Buccaneers, a high-profile program, the SOCON, scoring just a shade under 12 points, averaging 12 and 7 a night. This is a big thing. Now, here's another one, another storyline coming to this game. Wake Forest last week broke a nine-game losing streak to Virginia. Tonight, they could end another one against our Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech has won the last five matchups. We're going to have to see how that uh, goes. Obviously, fans are watching this podcast and want to know this is potentially big if Georgia Tech can, can extend it to six, not only for keeping the record, but also just having the ability to turn their season around. I think that Steve Forbes has done a good job with this Wake Forest program. I think that he's done a fantastic job, and I'll tell you right now, of kind of maneuvering through the rebuild of Wake Forest. They've got, obviously, Alonzo, who's a great player in his own right. They've got some supporting cast that Georgia Tech's going to have to look out for. But this is a game that's definitely winnable. It's a winnable game at home. The crowd needs to be there. They need to be packed out. I think it has the great, great opportunity to turn around and be just just a great thing for Georgia Tech, a great opportunity for him. So all that being said, fantastic, awesome opportunity. You kind of got some of the, the storylines heading into this game. It's, it's going to be interesting. They begin the home stand with this. You know, Jordan Usher sitting there averaging 15 and 7 per game. That's good. Turnovers are going to be a key in this game for me. Wake Forest has won three of its last four games coming into this, including a 63-55 win against Virginia. We aforementioned the win over Virginia here earlier in the show. They've also defeated Florida State and Syracuse, and that was kind of sandwiched around a loss at Duke. So two of the four ACC wins for the Demon Deacons have come on the road, including that win against Virginia Tech. They've tied for sixth place in the ACC standings. Listen, this is a tough conference. You've got to show the ability to win. Is Wake Forest a talented team? Yes. Are they much improved? Of course they are. But what you've got to do is you've got to be able to kind of turn the dial on this and understand what you're rolling into with. Georgia Tech has got to win this game, in my opinion. This is not – I don't want to say a must win, but if you lose this one, you win at Clayton State, you lose Florida State, and you go 2-2 two and two, or maybe even 1-3 and three over the next four games at home, I don't want to say your season shot, but that's going to be very, very tough to come back from, and it would require a miracle. Um, if you want to be in a conversation for a spot of the dance, you've got to start playing like it right now, and there's no better time – for Georgia Tech to do that. Now, listen, what do the Jackets have coming in? Obviously, we've talked about Michael DeVoe. He's the number six three-point shooter in the conference and the number two by percentage at four, a little over 40%. And we got Usher we talked about, you know, 15 and seven per game. That's kind of what, what he's been doing. But this is something, you know, kind of 
kind of some storylines for Georgia Tech. I talked about Wake Forest's storylines. You know, Georgia Tech's looking for its first conference win at home after an 0-3 start in McCamish. Jackets are only 5-5 five and five overall this season. Wake Forest is 2-2 two and two on the road. Now, here is a storyline that I think is going to be something that's interesting. Josh Pastner has started a lineup without a true five player. If you're new to the show and new to, new to your Georgia Tech fandom and trying to figure out and jump on the Georgia Tech basketball bandwagon, that's kind of the center position. In the last two games against Boston College and North Carolina, the tallest starters on the floor were Khalid Moore and Jordan Usher, both who stand about six foot seven. It's the seventh different lineup Georgia Tech's already produced this season. And it helped with that first ACC win against Boston College. And truly, in my opinion, the stats don't lie, the most efficient offensive performance in 11 games. So with all of this knowledge, with kind of, you know, what it is, DeVoe struggled as of late. We talked about it, you know, the 15 combined points in their last in his last two games. That's going to be happen to be something that's got to be monitored if Georgia Tech wants to win this game. It'll be a very interesting to kind of see what happens with that. I think Georgia Tech has the ability to go out and win this game. There's no doubt about it. How will they fare against some of the bigs? That's going to be a big question. But Georgia Tech has this small ball, and we saw it against Boston College. It can be efficient. You're going to give up some baskets inside. You're going to do that. We're going to talk about kind of what the direction of the program might be in, in the latter half of this. But you're going to give into you're going to give up some easy baskets inside when you don't really have the bigs. Can they shoot well? Obviously, we saw, you know, with Tristan Maxwell what that could look like. Devo Coleman's got a nice three-point stroke. He's trying to work back into frame. There's a lot of opportunities for scoring opportunities. The ball's got to be shared. And like Josh Pastor says, you cannot beat the ball into the ground every single time because that's going to get old quick. It's going to get old quick, and it won't bode well for what you're trying to do. I'll tell you what's not going to bode well, though, if you don't sign up for Bet Online. Bet Online wants to wish everyone a happy new year. And I want to tell you why. As they continue the march to the playoffs, March Madness just around the corner, too. It's almost the end of January. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, a new updated desktop mobile website to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's all it is. 50% welcome bonus. It's a great deal. Just use the promo code Locked On to get the code. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on Locked on Georgia Tech, and we're talking about the game against Wake Forest, what I think can happen, what could happen, what should happen. But I want to paint this picture about, I got a question in the mailbag on Wednesday, and I think it's, it's we need to talk about it. With what Georgia Tech has currently on the roster, this roster is not just built for this year. It's built for years beyond. Obviously, with the young players they brought in, it was the number 29th ranked class per 24-7 sports composite rating. Debo Coleman, a top 70 recruit. The transfer portal is going to hit hard, and they're going to have to find a big man that can help. They're going to have to find a big man that can lend himself to help and, and do things. I think with what Georgia Tech has going for them basketball program-wise, what you the cart kind of got out in front of the horse with what happened. Obviously, when the ACC turned, but you lost two veteran players that were the heart and soul and the leaders of your team 
not only just on the court, but in the locker room. That's gone, and they're struggling to identify that. Now, there's a lot of promising pieces, and I think that's the correlation that we have to take with the stance here is it's not a situation where you don't have the pieces that can fulfill that. That happens in other sports. It happens in other sports on campus. We've talked a lot about that with football. But this is a situation where, for Georgia Tech, the pieces have to rise to the occasion. The players have to rise to the occasion. Now, can they do that? Yeah, they can. How are they developed? They sure can. Will it happen? We don't know. But, you know, got a question, should Josh pass from in the hot seat? And I, I don't even entertain that. It's, you know, we answered the question last night on the mailbag Monday, and I don't believe so whatsoever. If Georgia Tech can go into next year with still, you know, some of the young players are going to take a step up. They're going to love to see lose guys like Usher and DeVoe. But they bring in a big man that can is not only just serviceable, but is a weapon, much like Moses Wright was. And he doesn't have to be Moses Wright. He doesn't have to be an ACC player of the year. They need somebody who can be consistently effective at the, at the five position. If they can turn around and do that, this program's not going to lose a step. Yes, they won the ACC tournament last year, and they got a taste of March Madness. And like I said on last night's show, and yesterday's show, to me, if you do that, you know, if you had Moses Wright, you'd probably win that game against Loyola Chicago. Bygones, be guy, bygones. It's over. Can't do anything about it. But with this situation is, it's frustrating. But once again, bring it back down to reality where you are. You lost the ACC Defensive Player of the Year and the ACC Player of the Year. And I know it was a down year for the conference, but you lost two key pieces that were massive, massive performers and executors on your team. The young core is still there of what they want to do. We'll see if Bubba Parham decides to, you know, come back as well, because technically he still could. But with what's happening, you know, the 2022-2023 season, and obviously tonight's a big game, I'm personally not nervous and I'm not scared about the future of Georgia Tech basketball under Josh Pastner. Yes, do they have some hiccups? Of course they do. Is it going to be the you know most elite team in college basketball? Probably not. But what they're building is better than what we've seen years prior. It's better than what we've seen, you know, those things. It's the current results from what you lost and kind of this, you know, you call it a retooling year. That's what I would call it. This is a year to retool, find out what some of those young guys have. And listen, I'm not I'm not saying this year's over. It's just they they've dug themselves a hole. But next year, they give themselves a, comp- a competent big man back there. Jordan Mecca develops. You have some of these other guys that are playing really well. It, it's going to be exciting to watch this team play basketball. I'm, I'm just – no ifs, ands, buts are about it. I think it's going to be exciting to watch this team play basketball because they have that talent. They have that ability to do just that. Well, listen, appreciate you tuning in today's quick show. It's a little bit of a preview. Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, 7 p.m. over on ESPNU. Make sure you tune in. We'll be over on Twitter. Maybe get a Twitter space going. Maybe get some in the, in the Discord. Join the Discord. It's one of the awesome opportunities how we communicate with you. And also, too, hit me with a follow right there at Bryce underscore Coon. Hit it up right there on Twitter. I love to do that. We got you in the Facebook groups. We got you in the Twitter. We got you on uh, Discord and everything in that. It's a ton of fun. Well, listen, I want you to appreciate, and I want you to know that I appreciate you all. We have over 100 subscribers now on the YouTube channel. You're killing it over there. You're killing it on the podcast numbers. Let's keep the ball rolling as we get more guests on, we get more fans, and build this Georgia Tech community. So long. We will see you, and hopefully tomorrow we're talking about a big Georgia Tech win as they take on Wake Forest tonight, a much improved